What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode 98 of the Rip City Rundown podcast. And this is going to be a fun podcast. This is going to be an interesting podcast because there's a lot to talk about. As of the last 24 hours, we've had a ton of Dame quotes come out, a ton of new information regarding a possible Damian Lillard trade, regarding possibly not trading Damian Lillard. And what we're going to try to do today is just break it down and just give what we think is going on because a lot of smoke's coming. You don't know which reporters you should trust. You don't know what information is truly accurate. And we're going to try to just based on what we've heard from people close to the Blazers, we're going to try to figure out what is going on and if any of this is truly relevant or is this just the same old, same old. So a lot to talk about. Um, Before we get into it, though, as always, I will say go follow our other pages, our Instagram, rip.city.rundown, our TikTok, rip.city.rundown. Cody can tell you about that, as he always does, and then also our Twitter, because as of now, I think we're officially a month away from the season. I don't know. I don't remember exactly when the first Blazer game was, but it's it's getting there. Training camp is around the corner, and we've got a lot of data to talk about today. So uh, what's what's your reaction from, from today so far, from what you know, Wes? From what I know so far? First of all, hello, everyone. Hello, Cole. Hello, Cody. Um, Yeah, well, really the first time I think Dame has spoken publicly about the situation. Um, So it was nice to hear from him, I suppose. Um, I've still I read the quotes. I looked at, you know, some immediate reactions from Twitter it's still sinking in. I don't know which way I fall in terms of everything. I'm still trying to figure out what I think and how much I should read into his quotes. And I'm trying to put myself inside the mind of Damian Lillard right now. So hopefully, even just talking to you guys on this pod, you know, we can reveal some things about what is really going on and maybe I'll be able to make a call. But honestly, first reaction for me, it was just nice to hear him talk about it because I bet you he has some pent up frustration and just a ton of thoughts that he's been keeping in-house for a while mm-hmm. you yeah, know on what was it july 1st i mean i thought dame was a hundred percent gone i mean there's a great chance he still will be traded to a team but you know i thought he was done as in he was just done with portland done with the organization he didn't want anything to do with us i thought he was pissed that we drafted scoot and but to see him come publicly first of all for those that don't know dame was in an interview today and I'll read the quote. Usually Cole reads the quotes, but um, he says, in a perfect I'm, supposed, world, I'm supposed to be quote guy here, buddy. Sorry, I'm just taking one quote away from you. In a perfect world, I could spend my entire career in Portland. That's the first time, like Wes said, Dame has come out publicly because usually it's, if I'm hearing Dame talk this year, it's on his Instagram story when he's playing with his kids or something like that. But that's the first time we actually heard him talk about the Blazers. And it's beautiful. I'm a Dame fan and I thought, and the fact that there's actually a great chance that he is willing to stay with this organization and whether that's wait for Scoot and Shaden to blossom, um, I'm just really happy that there's a solid chance Dame will be a blazer for years to come. Cody, Let I have me... a question. I have one question for you, though. Yeah. Is the world perfect? Is the world perfect? Unfortunately, the world is not perfect. I don't think what we are... live in a perfect world. That's the issue. That is um, a great point. I think what I want to do for this podcast, and I think the best way we can do this is let's just like take each quote he said or each section of a quote. And let's just break it down. Let's break it down. So first you said, Dame did say in a perfect world, he wants, he, he could see himself retire a blazer. Cody, you think there might be a legit chance he stays. Cole, it sounds like you don't think he's going to stay. Cole, tell me why you don't think he's going to stay, even though he said in a perfect world. Okay, other than the fact that it's not a perfect world, like just talk, like break break down that part. Here's where I'm at with honestly everything that's been said. I don't think anything he said is changed anything for me personally, because this whole time I've thought Dame doesn't really want to leave, but the situation is almost forcing him to if he truly wants to get that elusive ring that he's always wanted to get. He's not going to come out and trash the Blazers because he's still on the team right now. And even when he's off the team, if that ends up coming to fruition, 
he's not going to trash the Blazers because Dame is a respectful. He's a he's a good person. We we know that from Dame. There's also a quote that I don't have the exact quote, but I can just paraphrase it. He basically said he wasn't mad that the Blazers drafted Scoot. He knows they had to do what they had to do. Do you guys do any of you guys think that Dame wasn't mad? Like, I think we can all agree that that is not just black and white truth. There's more to that. There's a like, there's people on Twitter when I'm saying that I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up real quick. I had a, I had a quick little Twitter exchange with somebody. It started with when, when I said Dame was mad that we drafted Scoot, this guy goes, he responds with the quote that Dame said, that Dame said he wasn't pissed off. And I go, Dame's a good guy and a professional. He doesn't dislike Scoot, obviously. He dislikes the fact that we're trying, we're not actively trying to win right now. By drafting Scoot, whether it's the smart decision or not in the long run, signals you intend to rebuild. It's very simple. And then the guy responds, he goes, you said he was pissed off by it. He clearly said in the clip he's not pissed off. It's very simple. You can't take everything that's in this situation at face value and just every single headline that comes out, everything that comes out of anyone's mouth as truth. Why, If Dame's not mad that we drafted Scoot, why would he ask for a trade? Why did the trade coincidentally come after we drafted Scoot? Why didn't it come at the beginning of the offseason if it was because he's just wanted to move on after this year? Whether Dame can still like Scoot, he can still respect him, he can still want to be like a mentor to him, but he also knows that, well, we we know the direction we want to go. So for those out there saying Dame, Dame literally said he wasn't mad. Scoot's not the reason he asked for a trade. Dame's just being the professional here. And, and it's not even like, I'm not over, trying to overread a situation unless you guys think I am. I think, I think we can agree that Dame, like that's, it's not the literal act of us, us drafting Scoot. It's the fact of what that signifies. Correct. But I think, exactly. I think in this situation, both is true. I think, I think you can be mad, but I think you can also understand. Yeah, no, I and agree. That's, just, that's the business on the NBA. So I think it's it's not an either or situation here. I think it's a both and. Like, I don't know. For example, you. I don't. There's plenty of there's plenty of situations in life when you get mad at someone, but you understand why they you understand why they did it. It just mm-hmm. didn't benefit you. And Dame's mature enough to understand that. And he, but he also, if you look at it from the other side of the coin, he's mature enough to understand what that means for him. He's not just a deer in headlights, fully committed to the Blazers. He even said it in that interview. He said, you know, I could see myself retiring in Portland, but, you know, I don't know the exact words. So I'll paraphrase, but he was like, there were just, we had two different goals in mind, yeah. pretty much he's, is what he I'll, said. That's the quote, Kyle. I'll just read it real quick. I think okay. this is the quote you're referring to. It's the, I got to live my life how I see fit. If me and you don't want the same thing no more and you showing me that you don't want the same thing no more, then we clearly don't want the same thing. Exactly. So that's just how it goes down. To understand that the Blazers, unfortunately, have picked a different path and one that does not include Damian Lillard. They decided that that is the best thing for their franchise. And Dame, of course, and again, we're talking about perfect worlds here. Of course, in a perfect world, Joe Cronin would love to have Dame along in this rebuild because it just expediates it. But Dame also is not going to sit around when he's 32 coming off his career best season and just sit on losing teams for three, four years. I don't blame him. I mean, you're in like, let's face it, like Dame is. Look, we <laughs> there's plenty of people in the media who have said Dame's best years are behind him and he continues to produce incredible seasons. But he's closer to 40 than he is to coming into the league. Like he's he, you know, no pun intended, but he's he's on the clock here. He's on the clock when it comes to his his career and getting a ring. And so I don't blame him at all for being upset. But it's but he he understands why Portland would do it. He he understands. So that's why I think there's the mutual. Um, I, I, I'll say respect, mutual respect. Yeah, I agree. Good, um, Cody. 
I agree. But yeah, it makes sense though. He would partially be hiding his anger. Um, but yeah, still, because, just he, to finish, just to before you keep going though, um, it's similarly like he's not going to come out and actively say he wants to go to Miami. We know he would rather be in Miami, but he can't actively say it. We know that he's probably a little angered by the fact that the Blazers are going this way because they probably told him they wanted they were going to build around him. That's kind of what the whole like thing was. We 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 have the quotes in front of us from different points of the past two years that we thought we were going to go all in. Again, Dame understands it, and Dame knows that this is at the end of the day, it is a business. But mm-hmm. to say that to take Dame's quotes from today and say, "Oh, Dame's not mad at all." Dame, Dame, I actually don't know why Dame asked for a trade if because he clearly wasn't mad about Scoot. That's a little like have a yeah. little more more Cody. thought process than that. Go, go ahead, Cody. What were you going to say? Um, just I guess to sum up the whole interview, what happened. Overall, I think it just simply increases, even if it's a little bit, his chances of staying in Portland. Um, I mean, we had the hot takes how Dame would, we were questioning if Dame would start next season or if he'd get traded before, or we questioned if he'd get traded during the offseason. But I think overall, this whole interview does increase his odds of staying a little bit. I'd say if the odds of Dame staying in Portland the rest of his career were say a five percent chance when he requested his trade i would say it's now 10 to 15 percent chance um Mm -hmm. for him to stay and my question also to you guys is do you want him to stay like i know that's kind of a weird question that's a weird question like do you want damian Lillard on your basketball team but um if we're halfway in halfway out of contending and rebuilding i think we're favoring we're, we're we're leaning towards you know rebuilding so if we are going down that route of rebuilding, I'm sorry, but not having Damian Lillard on your team is beneficial as you will lose less games. You'll have more experience in your youngings to, you know, have more minutes. And you'll get more players to be a part of that rebuild if you do trade them. So exactly. But then again, you have Damian Lillard. You're going to watch the Blazers best player of all time drop 30 a night. And it let's say Scoot and Shaden become insane next season then boom you have Damian Lillard too and you're on your way to a deep playoff run maybe more so do you guys want him to stay or not basically as I've said I think I've I've said this for a while now probably since the trade went down um as a fan of the future of the Blazers you're right Cody you 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 are correct in the sense that if Portland is committing to a rebuild it sounds it sounds crazy because it sounds like you don't want Dame on your team. Of course, every team in the league would like a Damian Lillard on their roster, including Portland. Um, but when it comes to what are the team's goals in three to five years, the way you achieve those is by having a subpar roster. So the answer, you're right, would be no. But the nostalgic fan in me that wants to actually watch good basketball and get excited for the Blazers game every night and get excited for a random Tuesday night game in Detroit when we're 500 because I get to maybe maybe this is the night Dame goes for 70. Like, let's not underestimate the fact that Dame is like. It came to a point last year and even the year before just because how incompetent the GM was before, you know, Neil and even Joe has had his fair share of struggles, but like. There was a point where I would turn on the TV to watch Dame, not watch the Blazers. That's, like, that's I think that's fair. Actual facts. So I would love for, I, I would rather have Dame on my team than not, but I'm also like. You'll have one we, answer. Yeah. Well, we've, Look. and this is my answer. We, we've said this in past, I've said this in past podcasts. Players come and go, but, you know, the team is always there. So. If the team wants to commit to a rebuild, then I'm going to say, no, I don't want Dame on my team. It's not that I don't want Dame on my team. It's just that I, yeah. Rebuilding. I understand. If you're telling me, would I rather go into next season with Dame in this roster or this roster plus maybe two young guys plus some more draft picks, I would I would take the two young guys with the draft picks because I'm not stupid enough to think that this team is going to suddenly be a championship contender in two years. Because even if, even if Scoot turns into an all-star caliber player, Dame's still an all-star when he's 
35 in two years. Shaden or Anthony Popson is an all-star caliber. Um, that's three. What position do they play, Cody? They play the point guard position. Yeah, they all are guards. And at the end of the day, it's just going to kind of be running it back to what it's been in the past. Um, however, actually, no, there's, no how, there's, there's zero however to that. I, I did want to just pose the quick question. Um, and it's a super hard question because I want you to try to take your emotional, like your heart out of it on what you want as a fan and just, again, look at it from the team perspective. Or you can look at it from the emotional perspective. I don't care. Just take it how you want. Would you rather be going into next season with what we're at right now, possibly trading Dame and maybe starting a rebuild, or would you rather not have Scoot and have Mikel Bridges on this roster right now? So so basically, basically, would you rather do do you look back and say you wish we traded the pick? Yeah. Okay. My emotions are: I want them to win a championship here. I've been on that boat for so long, for so many years. So that's my emotional thing. But since we have Scoot, we've had Shaden. Ants growing from a team perspective. Now I think the nail in the coffin was when we drafted Scoot because before then I was like. We can still rebuild. We can trade the pick. But once we actually now have Scoot, um, I think the better thing for the team would be to fully rebuild. And But I'm yeah. saying before we drafted Scoot, I'm just saying before. Would, you, would, you ra- would you rather go be where we are right now or would you rather have tr- done what we talked about for the f- three months after the then trade I would say, then, I would say, then I would say trade because I was always on that. Um, I mean, it's hard because again, you're. I would rather I would rather trade the pick, but I think we have a better chance at a title going this route. But I would have rather traded the pick. It would have been more fun to watch. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even want to go down that. We're we're where we are. Um, I we didn't. Are we made our podcast? We were late last week. We posted on Friday or Saturday, so I don't think we ever talked about this so-called mystery Eastern Conference team that is reportedly trying to get in on the Dame sweepstakes. There's no confirmation on who that team is, but I have seen some Let's rumors take some that guesses. the Let's Raptors might be Raptors. And that would just be, that would honestly just, I feel like that would hurt the most if he went to the Raptors because these last six months we've been talking about getting the Raptors stars and they're just going to take our star. That would that would be quite the turn of events if it is the Raptors, but yeah. But if it's a what would be package? your thoughts on that? Okay, so <laughs> I'm curious uh, what the package would be. Uh, yes, the package obviously Scotty is, is what talks. If it's Scotty, I think I would be more excited about than what Miami's offering over at the thrift store. Um, the thing about <laughs> I would if it's the Raptors and we trade with with the Raptors, I wouldn't hate it, but admittedly it would there would be a little bit of excitement just to spite Miami just because I feel like they just have not. What, what, who, who said, was it Woj? Who said that Miami is daring Portland to go out into the marketplace? Yeah. Reportedly Miami is, as we've heard, trying to get, give up the least they possibly can to get Dame. And they are daring the Blazers to go out and see if there's a better trade. If you're Miami, like I get, initially playing hardball to see but once the blazers like call your bluff like pony up and if you like miami you have to think the front office is sitting there and you have to think they're in a meeting or whatever and they're like we're not winning a title without additional help like let's bro they were in the plan they were three minutes away from not even going to the playoffs here's what i think like they're going back to the conference finals i think this is where this oh is gosh. what's going through Miami's head. And this is like giving them the most benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're actually just brain dead and think they're just that that franchise, which like, I wouldn't dude. be surprised if they do think that. I think gosh. that they are doing this whole thing. I dare you to go into the trade market and see if there's better. But they know that Portland, Joe Cronin, and like deep down wants to do right by Dame. So he'll, he'll see that there is better trade offers. And then he'll come back, tell them the trade offers, and then Miami will hopefully pony up and give their best offer. 
but maybe Miami's expecting them to come back to them maybe what those offers are you never know um i just, I just hate hope, go ahead go ahead go ahead. i just hope dame gets traded to a team in the east that's contending that's the not Raptors miami so weird for dame i almost feel like it would just be like this all over again i kind of do feel that way and i hope he doesn't go to the raptors but like <laughs> imagine just him beating like miami in the east that'd kind of just be i think be the raptors would be good though because i think, think he'd fit in well just, there just just think about it just think about it you have dame and gary trent which is oh that's just the blazers but og scotty siakam they want to have Norm- all those guys though because yeah, we have okay. to, the whole point is the package is better. Well, okay, fine, get, fine, fine. Scotty you're right, you're right. Like... But they still have Siakam because we don't want Siakam because he won't resign with us. I so don't still have Siakam, and then Siakam would would resign if Dame is there. I'm just saying it's not as bad as people think because Dame makes teams that much better. No, I agree. I'm just gonna pull up the trade machine. I'm not sure like what Scotty's salary is. I don't. He might still be on his. I think he's still on his rookie contract. So it was OG. I would be curious to see how we would. Let's see, Toronto, uh, second team, Portland. Yeah, so Scotty is still on his rookie contract. So we take Scotty. I honestly don't know how they would. I I guess it would have to be another three team trade or something because, or mm-hmm. honestly, maybe they don't give us Scotty, and it's like, would you would you take this offer, OG? Boucher, Grady Dick, and like three first round picks. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would. I just, like I that, hate, right? I'd really hope if we do end up making any moves with the Raptors. It's better than Miami. I, I'm not a big Scotty Barnes fan, but I would rather him for sure over OG because OG's a guy like, what is OG? How old is he right now? 26. I guess he would be 29 when you're, Inevitably he'd be, trying, he'd be to, trying to win. and he's like, but also you would have to player. get him a fat contract because he's in a one year deal. Um, I think my I think Toronto would be would just be very interesting. It would it would not be what I would have expected because they're obviously not one of the Eastern Conference elites. So it would almost be it would almost well, be like they're they're, it's almost like they're trying to pull off what they did with Kawhi again, just with a player that's not as good as Kawhi. Dame wants a fighting chance. And we could also like trade for like how much better of a situation would that be in Toronto for Dame than I well actually it would be better with Portland. I'm still thinking (laughs) if we were to make a a powerhouse of a team in Toronto, but I think the big question for our team that we've been saying for a while is the Blazers are gonna need a big and if Scoot and Shaden and Anthony are going to develop. We're going to need a big. And my question to you guys is: Let's say the Blazers, in we'll say four to five, six ish years from now, are at that level where we can actually go all in and possibly contend. We have no big men right now. Do you think our bit that big men that will be in that lineup with Scoot and Shaden five years down the line are they in the league yet? Or not? Are they on a team currently, or do you think? So you think they're going to be drafted, basically? Yeah, I think. Cooper flag. I, I I wish. I just I hope we're not bad for two more years because that would be what it would take to get him. But next year's draft is supposedly littered with big men talent. I I don't think it says. Again, we're well, imagine out, we got so Victor. It, it could be great, but uh, well, true, yeah, that would have been great, but. I think come next year, we're going to be at the top of the lottery and we'll have a chance to get a really good big talent. There's there's no – it would have to be a winger big. There's no shot we go into next year's draft and, like, there's two guards at the top and we take the guard. I, I don't want to put anything past I the I think Blazers. if that was the case, we would actually trade the pick. I think you would have to trade the pick. But, but, but you know what's better than four guards? <laughs> That's Five what guards. we said this year. If we were getting a guard, you have to trade the pick, but the value of the pick was too high. I don't even we don't need to spe- <laughs> we don't need to speculate about next year. Let me go draft. back to, to, to Miami for a second because I had a point I wanted to make. It it irritates me so much when these big market teams with like good history just like think they can just alpha a small market team and say, Well, look at us, we're the Miami Heat. We can do what we want. We can give you freaking Hami Hawkes who's getting locked up by 
people in the NCAA tournament. And Nikola Jovic, who the only reason why people think he's good is because he's one letter off from Jokic. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think the Raptors are going to be way more interesting for Portland in terms of what the Raptors have. Because when I think of disruptive teams that are defensive minded and have long rangy athletic bigs, I literally think of the Raptors. Yeah, like I'm, if you if you want the one like go back and watch literally Blazer Raptors games and watch what they do to Dame like it's kind of crazy like they just need the Raptors Dame would just be a perfect fit in that team it would they have big players they have length like they just need a flashy guard that can score their defense is yes. solid already they're just missing like Fred Van Fleet or Daniel Lillard like that's the difference maker between took the words right out of my right out of my mouth what do the Blazers need length athleticism and defense and size. What do the Raptors need? They literally just probably need scoring. Like they have a great coach and great defense. Like they're filling like a 25 plus point per game void. Like I get Fred was was scoring the ball, but Fred doesn't bend defenses like Dame does. He also has the lowest field goal percentage in the NBA, so that doesn't help. But. Wow. Did not know that. Stat man coming in he hot was, right there. Oh my god! Last year, so, which just makes the contract even more puzzling. Dude, we're gonna like we actually making an amazing lottery pick because every West team is gonna be trying. I'm, I touched on this last last podcast, but name a West team right. that's name a West team that's supposed to be worse than us. Like no, really the Spurs have Victor. OKC's good, and then anyone in the playoffs can't be Victor. Team would be the Rockets, but yeah, yeah that's it. That's can't it. be the Spurs. The Spurs are gonna be good because Victor's an eighty-four. Yeah, <laughs> on NBA two K, he's higher than Draymond Green and Anthony Simons. That is just um, four-time champ, Draymond Green. That that's gonna be really bad when Victor is inevitably like so good this year. <laughs> you think? Hey, I mean, I don't. I don't. We'll I, don't I mean. Yeah. I think all, all I know is we're going to see him this December. So this is kind of a sidebar, but I feel like he's been hyped up so much that like NBA players are kind of, kind of not, not make it personal, but have their attention ready when they're playing him. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like, like a lot oh, of, let's try sports. harder. I don't know. Just so, yeah, weird. but he's also like skinny as frick. Yeah. Like he's 215 pounds at seven foot. Four, dude. Donna, Donovan Mitchell is more than him. Like, and he's six one. So I think Victor will be just fine. All right, hey, we'll see. Basketball. Okay, yeah, you no, we're not obviously going to be just fine. We're just saying he's not going to be like he's not going to make the Spurs instant like. Oh no, yeah, I mean, team. Just because he's an eighty four and two K doesn't mean that. Well, that I mean, going to be good. He, he's he's better than our best player, Simons. I just think length and height, like you gotta be strong in the NBA. It's not the NFL, but you gotta be strong. It's like yeah. Um, we so we talked about the Raptors being a mystery team. Let's talk about the Spurs. I mean, honestly, if, I don't think Victor's gonna be that good. We should just trade for Victor. Are there any other teams you think could be the mystery Eastern Conference team? The Celtics. Yeah, that's my Celtics. only other thought. Or the Sixers. I think the Sixers could honestly be that too, because they're 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 never gonna want to rebuild. They're gross. always gonna want to keep trying. I'm it's hanging gross. up the phone on the six. Hey, hey, it's would gross. you do? I'm just saying. Would you do Dame? Team. Would you trade Dame, Dame, Jeremy, and a first for Joel Embiid? Oh yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. I've been on that route the whole time about no going trade in Dame. No, oh, trade. no, oh no. no. Yeah, Sorry. I would do that. Yeah, listen, Cody. I knew you'd Wait. say no to that. Dame, Dame, Jeremy, Jeremy, and a first. I mean, if we're trading Joel. Dame, just get the get a player that arguably was better is better than Dame. So. Wait, why would you do that? What? Why would you? Why would you not? If you're, tra- I'm. Why would you the trade, Sixers do that? Trade Dame for Embiid. Would you well, rather if, trade Dame for the Miami package or Cody, trade Dame Cody, for think, Embiid? Think, think about it. You, it, you literally just obviously got the same obviously player that. at a big position, and you have you have the horses. You have the you have the little um, guards. Yeah. It's, the it's a, coming it's a, up. It's a dumb hypothetical because, like, obviously, it's not okay, going to happen. Well, and the whole point would be to pair Dame with Embiid. But just it is a dumb hypothetical. I guess what I see from that is Joel's 29, and three years from now, our young so called scoring horses can actually pair up well with him. So, in that regard, that makes sense. Yeah, it's sure it is a dumb hypothetical, but so has every Sixers. Sixers would absolutely not do that. (laughs) You know, yeah, no, no, the Sixers is interesting. The Celtics, uh, my initial thought was, was Brown, but. Does joke like is that contract like 
like I guess you can I mean, just if he eat, wasn't eat the money on a bad team, if he didn't want, if he didn't he's, want a Brown, if, he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard. He's more of a three he's a guard. Think. If he didn't want Jalen Brown when we had Dame, then why would he want Jalen Brown now? You have to think he literally just wants the young guys and just be super duper flexible. I don't think the Celtics need to change. I don't much think Brown does, does Brown offer you flexibility with no, he, no, exactly. He, yeah, that's so, why I say he if he didn't want Brown with Dame to try to go win, then he I don't think he would want. Well, I think he, I I would assume Joe Cronin wanted Jalen Brown. I just think the Celtics wanted an egregious amount in return, similar to how I don't think Joe, Joe Cronin. Wanted, I don't think Joe wanted McHale, but the reports that the Nets were asking for Joe Cronin wanted McHale. I I think he definitely inquired. Okay, yeah, I don't he think inquired and was like, "Can I give you?" Anthony yeah, he's probably Simons like, "Can I give it? you number three and and blah 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 and blah blah blah?" And they were like, "No, we want number three and and Shaden." We're not getting Which, into this exactly because again. We, we wanted Joe we, we again. Have. I thought we agreed that Joe's wanted to rebuild this whole time. Well, I did, but I just think I think I I don't think Celtics it's that are... simple. I think it's a completely fluid situation because what if all of a sudden Joel Embiid asked out? What if all of a sudden Jalen Brown didn't want to resign because he thinks Boston fans are racist? What if all like what if Julius Randle asked out? I mean that doesn't apply to us because no one wants Julius Randle. But mm-hmm. the point is that I, I think it's a fluid situation. Like I think he definitely was like, if the Nets offer something that's fair and reasonable, like I think you take a look at it. I mean, you can't really, you have to be flexible as a general manager because there's 29 other situations going around that affects your team. Well, I know, but you also can't just expect other teams to lie over and accept a measly well, offer. My, I don't think Joe, I don't well, think Miami Joe, thinks that's what we're going to do. So I know, and that's not happening. We're seeing it exactly. in, in 4K exactly. right now. That's, this exactly. is probably what, this is probably what Joe was trying to do to other GMs. Like, if we're being honest. You got you got to pony up and give a great offer, and I'm assuming we probably didn't do that for a lot of the stars. You think offer. Ant number three and Shaden from Mikael Bridges is a great that offer? Wasn't that wasn't what the offer was? Then what was the offer? We don't know. Okay, so how do you know it's not that? Because I'm gonna assume that that's not the offer. That's like it's okay. A, I'm gonna assume a, it a, is a the common offer. Common brain has would have that. A common NBA think, fan that knows basketball I think, knows that. I think Cody. I feel like we talked about this. I feel like teams saw that Dame was teetering on the edge, and that is just an that's an iron hand. That is so much leverage over the Blazers. Literally, the Nets could have been like, "Hmm, Dame might leave." So should we give the Blazers a get out of jail free card and give him them Mikael Bridges so Dame stays in Portland, like? I think that's definitely part of it. I mean, the Blazers yeah. screwed the the Blazers screwed themselves one way or another with atrocious front office choices over the course of Lillard's career. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's non-negotiable. That's obviously happened. But like, I'm not going to sit here and say that Joe Cronin just scoffed at the idea of going to get Damian Lillard talent. He definitely was trying. Yeah, and then no one, no one gave him an offer he deemed was fair or was worth the value to Henderson, and he pivoted. And now they're and now they're rebuilding. I think that's what it is. It's just about much. aggression. If you just went more aggressive, we could have went down the route. But it doesn't matter, guys, because we have Scoot. You know who else is aggressive? Is Daryl Morey. How many titles does he have? How many? Probably zero. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we have no t- we have no titles in the last okay five years either. We have no would you rather? It's hard to win Rocket? a championship. Huh? It is. It's yeah. I'm not exactly, saying, like, but I'm saying, would you rather be what Daryl Morey was with the Rockets and go to like four Western Conference Finals? And no, I'd rather years? be the Denver Nuggets and draft Jokic 41st. That's what I would like. Oh, to that would be great. Rockets. And that's another point. In Every single team, in the, that's won a championship makes a move that maybe isn't the biggest move, but it's a big starting lineup change. No one thought that Aaron Gordon trade was going to make the Nuggets suddenly championship contenders and not saying that made it made them championship contenders but he was a key part like oh yeah they had great the raptors won a championship and no one's saying the raptors are some juggernaut we're saying we could have beat them if we made it to the finals you don't have to have the best team on paper you just have to have a team with a fighting chance and all i'm saying is especially if all these blazer fans that slob over shaden every day and say that he's going to be an all-star caliber player this year then how is this lineup of Dame, Shaden, Jeremy, and Mikhail Bridges not an NBA championship contender? Like, or Shaden not that guy? Like, pick Again, one. Because if we're he's getting, the guy in the rebuild, we, then how is we're he getting, the guy in the, a championship okay, team? We had, we had Damian Lillard, and we had no help for him. And now we're going to have 
Scoot Anderson and probably also have no help for him. So we're okay. probably going to be getting in a cycle down for a while. To the core of this, of the we're getting we're getting down to the core, which we can talk about again. But it look most this is the most realistic hat that I, that I can put on here. It's pessimistic too, but this is the most. Do you want to give Dame a run for two years and then start the rebuild in two years, or do you just want to start the rebuild now? I would, and I would rather one, I would rather do the run for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, even, even so you'd rather get bounced in the second round twice and then rebuild as opposed to get bounced in the second round by Denver twice or just start rebuilding now. I'm not saying there's a right answer. It, it's what I would you rather. I would rather get bounced by Denver, but each year like have a chance. And it's basically would you rather win from 2026 to 2036 or maybe win from 23 to 24? And then when from 28 to 38, it's just, you're pushing I mean, it back two years to have two more years of like, it's, I think it's just such it. a stupid argument to say, again, I could eat my, I could, my words could be completely stupid. If like, again, Scoot could be you're a great, right Scoot could be a generational eating, player and it. be the best player of all time. And boy, do I hope he is, but so could next year's third overall pick. Like it's very uh, going for it is just, under like we made it to the Western Conference Finals with a very undersized team and like a couple things go a couple more things go right exactly and we and, pro- and who knows kinda, like I look at the Nuggets look at the Nuggets last season the Nuggets last season got gentlemen swept by the Warriors no one thought they would actually be that team next year but they were they didn't make that many changes but they were always in that realm of just competing and close enough and a couple things went right for them and boom they won a championship I'm not gonna say easily but to be honest their run was not the hardest they play a play in miami heat team in the final finals they beat who they beat they beat a warriors team that just they swept looked, the lakers they swept the lakers they played a warriors team that didn't look like themselves no bro they honestly the was the west the lakers that beat the insane warriors, this past bad. year was the You're west like, that crazy if I think the lakers than, as like no, the playing team made for, it for the nuggets no for the blazers yes it yeah, but that's there's... yeah, exactly. But what if we put the Blazers on the Lakers pedestal? Because are you okay? Yeah, let's do that. We get bound like yeah. Okay, we're the fourth best team in the NBA. Or do you really think we're going to be the best team talent wise in the NBA in the next fifteen years? Probably not. No, but I no, I'm not saying that. But I think exactly. that that going into the playoffs with a seven seed every every year and hope you get lightning in a bottle, I don't think is a great plan. That's what we've been doing for the past ten years. Isn't I think the, you just have to be one level. Isn't the definition that. of insanity? Yeah, and also in the over and over. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not. I want us to not do the same thing. I want us to actually make one big ass trade. One. And we we one. weren't that in 2019. We weren't. If that. we, we ran it back with the same we, roster, we did make a big trade. Last year, then I would. We did be make a big off. trade. What'd we do, dude? We got Jeremy Grant. <laughs> oh my god, Joe Cronin, you are him. Let's go, Joe Cronin. I just Take and and also wow. this whole quote. This quote comes out. That Joe Cronin supposedly Joe Cronin is going to make you the reason, eat. The reason this isn't eat it. The reason this isn't this trade, this Dame trade isn't happening is because the Blazers don't know what they want. Joe, Set, wait, hold on. Want you, you, you started at the top. You said, "Who can we trust? Who can we not?" I'm not saying that that quote is incorrect. I'm just saying, like, let's not let's not just take right. every quote as absolute truth. I, I'm defending the Blazers here because it very well could be Joe Cronin doesn't know what he wants. In fact, he, he could he could still be on a walk right now. He could still be on the same walk. Who knows? Probably is. I'm you just know? worried we're gonna be the magic the next three years, and I just very possible to happen. Very very possible. Exactly. So, how, see, see, the, 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 the thing is, how many teams know, that have won a recent championship like went through a big rebuild that culminated in a championship? It doesn't happen a lot, honestly. Kind of, I would say the Nuggets slightly. The Nuggets were never the Nuggets. No, they're had, always were never competing. a top five pick. The Nuggets' highest pick was Jamal Murray, okay, but, seventh okay. pick. Okay, you're right. The Nuggets got Jokic forty first. They got Murray in the lottery, and then they got MPJ at the back end of the first round because he just had injuries. Exactly. Which they they, they down getting him. We can agree they kind of got lucky. They lucked. But, into but again, some picks. so so they drafted extremely well. Yeah. Okay, so that's what the Blazers are hoping to do. I guess. I mean. Why can't there's not why, an argument? You can't make an argument for them to there's always a better argument for why a team is not gonna win the championship than for why a team will win the championship. So this is kind of a pointless exercise to argue why the Blazers can win a championship because there's always gonna be a counter argument. There's always a counter argument. 
So in 2027, when Scoot Henderson is MVP and wins the finals for the Portland Trailblazers, you're going to eat your words. And you're and and then and what you're going to say is great, great. I hope they prove me wrong. But let's have some accountability here. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna trash on Joe here, like like you better. Like I, I don't want to see you celebrating if we win. You better be like, dang it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will. I want to be. I'll, I'll be okay. The day the Blazers win a championship will be probably oh. top top ten happiest days of my life. I forgot to mention. Well, you're not gonna have that not day. In the your life, biggest so. part. The, wow, the biggest slot another one in the top ten. Damn. Okay. Well, the Nuggets. Well, the the biggest part of why the Nuggets won. The this is the most underrated part of why they were good is they unfortunately chose Jokic over Nurkic, which was the smartest decision of all time. Yeah. Why can't we? Uh, like no, Why can't like we it, do that? It was actually Nurkic over Plumley, and I think Nurk. No, I'm kidding. But we took um, Nurk over Plumley. Nurk ended up being better than Plumley, but oh my gosh, oh, if we got great, Nurk, cool. Yeah, you're right. I don't care at all. <laughs> Mason Plumley right now, I don't know what he's doing, but um, well, dog, he's shooting left-handed free throws in Charlotte. Is what he's doing? <laughs> that is crazy. Oh my gosh, Mason Plumley. Oh my gosh. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, talk, just talking about the Denver's run. Um, the Den- I feel like Denver was kind of like us, just like a bottom-ish tier playoff team the last six years. But I don't know, a couple of things went their way, and that- that's why I'm always opposed to just trying and swinging and trying to win and building better. But it's fine, it's fine. I have already accepted that we're down this route. Yeah. I've already accepted that we're here, and Scoot's gonna be our Finals MVP when we do, not if we do. When we do, uh, when, we when we do win a championship, you're be- um in 2027 when i'm approaching my 30s but um, <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying but um the only the reason i'm just like so mad and i just it got brought back up to the forefront is just because when i see people on twitter saying joe cronin is a great gm i just i get mad it, it oh, actually yeah, makes no, that, my blood boil fair but Makes you I, vomit in your mouth yeah this is what i'm saying for people who think that i'm calling joe cronin a good gm i'm not I'm, but I'm not going to call me bad GM yet. This right is, now. This is, but honestly, this is what the, this is what like the classic NFL GM does when they suck, when they know they've done a bad job, then, and the, their last ditch effort is, okay, let me just go get the young guy buys me time. Joe's just trying to buy himself time. He knows he wasn't, hadn't done it. That's exactly probably what Joe's doing. I, I actually, unless he, unless he came in and when they hired him, they were like, okay you can we'll give you the full green light to do a rebuild you choose and he just i wouldn't put anything to past jody here this being be, a gm my like, gosh bro okay being, jody bro yeah that 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 person is a bot but i was gonna say being a gm is kind of like playing poker you're gonna get dealt hands in the draft you don't know what what's oh didn't we say joe had pocket aces yeah exactly but it's like you don't know what hand you're gonna get but the thing about poker hey. is good players, good players win Joe poker Fulton typically. No, no, no. Good players go, win. Go, in full. go ahead, Cody, go ahead. Good players typically win poker, but the worst player, the, I want to cuss. Okay. The worst player can win poker. And Joe. And that's why Joe. being a GM, I argue, can almost be sometimes easy because you get, you just get luck that goes your way. You get a good hand and you win. And it's like, look how good I am. Like, no way. The Nuggets actually drafted Jokic and they were like, yeah, I'm he's him. He's gonna be two-time I, MVP. He's gonna be possibly I, one of the best centers of all time. I saw this. Yeah, lucky. No, you didn't. You didn't see this. Joe, Hopefully, Ryan repairs Joe that. had pocket aces. Joe had pocket aces, and he had everyone trapped. And everyone was like, "I'll check. I'll check. I'll check." And, and Joe had a chance to raise and really go all in. Joe went. <laughs> yeah, Joe just checked. Joe checked. Joe said. Joe said, "I'll take. The, I'll, I'll do. I'll just do what's expected of a typical GM." I'm not going to hey, go out of my way. We have new hand now. We have Scoot and Shaden. What card is Scoot going to be? Is he going to be an ace? Is he going to be a king? I had to say it. I think. I think. I think right now, this is this is what I'm saying. The Nuggets over there. The Nuggets have a three of a kind. Okay. Right they now, Joker. They have a Joker card. Actually. The Bucks. The Bucks have a full house if Giannis is going to commit. The Bucks have a full house because Giannis is crazy. The Blazers here. The Blazers need a royal flush. The Blazers have a two seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. The Blazers have a have a. This is what this is what Joe this is what Joe Cronin's doing. Scoot is a queen. Not not in that way. He's a he's a Her. queen card. Yeah. Jane Sharp is a ten. 
Joe is hoping to get Jack King Ace in the next three cards. <laughs> it's just Oops. not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and those cards consist of like Giannis touring his AC. Oh, just stupid luck. Just kidding. But... Yeah, it's like it's like Ryan like Repair King and the Kawhi Leonard. No, yeah, it's like it's like aliens the, destroying the city of Los Angeles. I don't it's know. like the Jack is Repair becomes a Kawhi 2.0. The king is Jokic has a horse riding incident and can't play ever again. <laughs> and the ace is like we resign Myers Leonard and he turns into a 30-point score for us. No, the ace is like we get the first pick and we draft Bronny, so LeBron comes to Portland for a year or something. Yeah. And then we fold. And then we fold. God, I love this team filed. so much. I love this team. It would be so fun if we were good. <laughs> Dude, what is Dude, guys? We, do you remember those good with this channel? Do you do you remember those vibes? Early college, end of high school for West Cole, but just, dude, oh my good. god, my watching playoff games. My senior year of high school, I I wake up because I, admittedly I, I did not watch Game Five against the Thunder live. Unfortunately, well, I didn't. Um, I I I wake up. I see that we won. You could have gone. I open, I open Instagram. I kid you not. The first twenty five posts I see are about the Blazers, and I feel I feel like I'm at the center of, of the world. I'm like my team who sits in the. I walk the United States is on freaking House of Highlights for once. I walk into school Got the it. next day. No one knows I'm a Blazer fan. I'm the main character. I'm him. I know you're, you're him. And House of the Highlights. Day, dude? The day House of Highlights is posting Dame's game winner over Steph Curry's pre-breakfast routine of him Preach. making cereal in the morning. Preach to the a choir. Good, it's a good day. And you're Preach posting on Dame Bailey. Uh, that's exactly yep. what I was going to say. I was going to say in 2021 or sorry 2019. I was on House of Highlights, Damian Lillard this, Damian Lillard that. Now I'm not even following House of Highlights because freaking they're talking about Curry gained 15 pounds of muscle in 15 years. Are you that kidding? was a legit post. Let's I Omar. One minute, as, one minute. I, hey, as, so this as post, one man once said, Omar, Omar got to go, Mar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, he literally posted Steph Curry gaining 15 pounds in his career. And he's been in the career for like 13, 12 years. That's 1.2 pounds a year that is i get that in one beyond meal. crazy i get that, that in is one beyond meal. crazy that is beyond writing that is just i gained 15 Dude, pounds in the last year of purely and i'm skinny and fine but still that's crazy that's wait yeah, next okay. level me any sorry we're okay anything else we're gonna circle no back i think here. we're that good was, i was good that was that's probably over an hour but maybe not. i've been needing a, i've been needing a blazer rant i've been so quiet when it comes to the blazers okay. Here we go. It felt, good, it felt good to talk about how just shit we we're are. Taking off, we're my taking French. off the we're t- we're taking off the bad hat. Put on the optimistic hat. What what are you looking forward to in the next in the scoot era? Just try Cole. No, I thought you were gonna say put on your optimistic hat. What is your record prediction? <laughs> well, no, what no. you said what 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 was the question just, again? What just what are you looking forward to in this, Cody? Your optimism. Point might be Damian Lillard is going to stay. My optimistic point is I think Scoot's going to turn into a CP3 type facilitator with better shooting, and uh, he's going wow. to this team. That might be your. That might be the most exciting take I've ever heard you say. Because if that happens, boy, does Joe Cronin look like a genius? Yep. I can't. Good, I, that was a good comparison too. I like CP3. Um, my. I'm saying what? I'm saying expectations for Scoot? It's your no, just what are you looking forward to? Oh, oh, I'm just looking for era. I mean, I like I really like Scoot as a person too. So I'm just looking forward to like all the Scoot content because honestly, you know what? I got I do think well, I do think if Scoot ends up popping and the Blazers are good in two to three years, I think the Blazers could be one of the more fun teams and they'll they'll have a lot of national TV games, hopefully, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what? Here, here's my comp. Here's my comp for the Blazers. The Blazers right now are like the Giants. And here's why. The Giants went from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones. The Blazers are going from Dame to Scoot. I'm not calling Eli a Dame, but Eli did deliver the Giants. Two no, that's Super a Bowls. fine comparison. I'm the other one. Daniel Jones. Scoot is Scoot and Danny Dimes, okay? It's going to be rough sledding in the first three years, but the but the, what the Giants Don't are say that. on... It is the what the Giants are banking on like the Panthers is right now. Virtually twenty five plus years of solid quarterback play, possibly even Super Bowl championship 
quality in terms of catching lightning in a bottle. Daniel Jones, we saw, okay, I get we were down 20 to zero to the Cardinals, but like Daniel Jones has potential to be a top 10 quarterback in this league. Okay. And the Giants were bad since 2018. Yeah. We got the Panthers fan up here and we got like a Seahawks fan down here or something. Um, like I said, Daniel Jones has top, I mean, he's paid like a top 10 quarterback, so I better, he better have top 10 potential, but the giants were bad for a few years and now they made the playoffs last year. They're starting to like invest a little bit in Daniel Jones. I'm just saying the Blazers are going to be like the giants where they just hope to get lightning in a bottle, like the Raptors or just like something like this. And the Blazers are going to ride scoot, ride scoot. I think uh, Desmond Ryder is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Desmond Ryder. I'm just kidding. But I'm kidding. Huh? Nothing. Never mind. Desmond Ryder? Is that what you said? <laughs> Never mind. Ritter. Ritter. Yeah, it's Ritter. Okay, I don't know. So, All I'm saying, I wish we just whoa, got Whoa, 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 whoa. Who whoa. cares? I was joking. I was joking. We got to move on. No, we don't. We, we, we've been rocking for a while. NFL podcast. Let's make one. Oh gosh, don't even start on the but, but that, but that's my, but that's my comparison. The Blazers, what, what Scoot can bring to the table is a continuation of solid, just stable point guard play, and not a lot of teams have the, the blessing to have twenty plus years of just, like, well, we're gonna, we know who's playing point guard, pencil in the point guard. Not saying he's the best point guard in the league, but like the Giants, Eli to Daniel Jones, like. It's similar to the Blazers. Hopefully Scoot's better than Danny Dimes, but that's all I'm going to yeah, say. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But Daniel Jones is going to win the Giants' Super Bowl. Wow. I thought we've heard the worst of his takes before. That's a, that's a new one. Actually, oh that's gosh. not even bad. I, like, I'm, I'm clipping this. It's September 19th at 6.50, 2023. Okay. I can always... If the if the Daniel Jones leads the Giants Super Bowl, this I will hold this to you. Ever. I'm faster than Daniel Jones. I could beat him in a 40 yard. No, you're not. Daniel Jones is like fat. Like, have you not seen it? He's faster than like. Okay, I'm not gonna say he's faster than. Tony. I don't like. You can hold that to me, but I mean that doesn't match the laundry list of bad takes you have about the Blazers that we could hold to you. You're right. I'll I'll start making pessimistic takes for the right. for the sake of the podcast. I'll start doing that. I mean, it probably would be more realistic. All right, wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna wrap. Comment uh, below if you want Dame to get traded to the Raptors. Cold or, or what? Uh, what is uh, just what is what is what is the classic Blazer fan think of this whole thing? Comment so let us know in the comments. Let us know where you agree or disagree. I have a feeling most of the comments are gonna disagree because that's just what it happens to be most of the time. Um, But if you're still listening now, thank you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.